Welcome into the podcast, the counter show, the show of shows. We continue to grow to be the greatest show on earth. Hey now, how's it going there, Keith? Keith in the house! What's up, Jay? Not much, man. Hey, hey! Uh, somebody's been paying attention to our analytics. Yes. They have been? Me, uh, you? Apparently, you, you have. You mentioned yeah. that. Yeah, I so did. thanks, everybody, for your subscriptions and uh, telling a friend and all that. Uh, it's working. We want, Thank it, you. It is working. We, wanna, we, we would like to extend a special, uh, you know, I don't know, how, how do you call it? Uh, feeling of gratitude? Is that what? Is sure. That the appro- feeling of gratitude? Towards expression of gratitude. Expression of gratitude. Okay, let's get our grammar correct here. Um yeah, just a special uh, uh, expression of gratitude or, a, or a, a, a big hug to these guys, to AERA, again, for, for being with us over the last couple of months, I think now. Is that right? Yeah. Speak, speak to those guys real quick. They've got their podcast out now. Uh, go check them out over at um, uh, AERA.org forward slash, was it podcast? Something like that. Yeah, or I mean, it's. Um, you got I think there, there's a link on their main website. You can find yeah, it. There. Yeah, yeah. We, uh, Keith and I, had the um, honor of assisting those guys get that thing rolling, and um, they reached out to us, and and uh, the rest is history. So now they're episode one in the books, and I think they're going to be on a schedule of about one a month for now. Um, is what the uh, the whole whole thing's going to be all about, and they may get more frequent. Um, because they are not going to run out of things to talk about. I think they're anyway. ha- they had fun on their first one. Oh, I know they did. I know those guys did. So what are we into today? Let's talk about the show. Um, well, you want to tell people I, what they can I think we're talking for? about shows, like the show, like the, the show. show. And, and those show. kinds of shows. So yeah. So you guys in the automotive industry out there, in the you know, in the, in the audience that are listening, or even if you are not in the automotive industry and you are a car fan, surely you've heard of uh, the SEMA show, which happens to be the largest industry show in the world that's held annually in um, Las Vegas, Nevada. The largest, uh, what is the largest auto show in the world for 200, Alex? Uh, can I get, can I have SEMA? Uh, uh, I, just, for two. I just totally screwed that up, didn't I? Yeah, you did. I Wait a minute. Know. I'm supposed to go, <laughs> hey, can I get, uh, I'll take uh, auto shows for 500 There Alex. you go. I think that's there how it's go. supposed to happen. Yeah. Uh, what was the one with uh, uh, Sean Connery? I, yeah, the, I knew you were going to go. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. The, yeah. the, the, the fake Sean Connery? That, I don't know that we could keep our G rating if we. Uh, no, nah, we better not. We, we, we'll leave that one alone. <laughs> but go check it out. It's hilarious. I forget that comedian's name that that was on that show uh yeah i mean he did such a good job of a sean connery parody that that's all we remember him for which by the way my favorite james bond hands down ever 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 sean connery hands down i like you know more roger moore i I liked him he was okay he was okay, Ugh. but I, I Sean Connery was the dude, man. Um, but Pierce Brosnan, man, just only I, I little favoritism with Pierce because I met him on the set of uh, Fourth Protocol. Um, he was co-starring with uh, Michael Caine, 
and I happened to be overseas uh, at, at, at the base where they filmed this thing at, which, by the way, they also filmed a Bond movie on that same Air Force base. Octopussy was filmed there. I, uh, I think Brosnan's probably my favorite. Really? Yeah, I think so. You know, man, I've met a few famous people in my, in my time, a couple of actors, and, and I just I, I, I totally screwed it up each time. I, I had the opportunity. I could have talked to these guys and had great conversation. And So with Pierce, when I met him, you know, the, the only thing that came out of my mouth was, hey, man, I really like Remington Steele. Well, that like, was good. Really? Yeah. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. But I met Johnny Depp at a Guns N' Roses concert. I sat right next to him. And I'm like, could have had a great musical conversation. Please tell me with there's a Jack Sparrow comment in here oh, somewhere. No, dude, dude, dude. I leaned to him and said, "Hey, man, I really dig 21 Jump Street." Uh, really? Uh, right, right. You know? So, uh, tell anyway. me that you've met Daryl Hammond. Daryl Hammond. Daryl Hammond. That name sounds familiar, man. It should. He's the guy that plays Sean Connery on uh, Saturday Night Live. Oh, there, there you go, there you go. Uh, there's your, there's your trombone. All right. Okay, I put all my, uh, I, I bet it all on, I put it all on that question, man, and I lost it every single penny. So anyway, we're going to be talking about the SEMA show today, the PRI show, and the Apex show, and we want to, you know, give you guys some updates on that and the state of, uh, basically, it's a big deal, state of, the, state of the union for the automotive industry right now, and so we'll get into that. And, um, we're gonna, we got, we got some news. Um, coming up. Oh, crap. Uh, How dare I not be ready with the uh, news board? Okay. One, two, three. I got some news. Here, you know live. what I'll do? We'll just, what? I'll just do it late, like, you know, all episode. <laughs> right. I'll just, for the whole show, I'm just going to be like, you'll be, you go ahead and start the headline and then I'll, you know. <laughs> yeah. Hey, so fans, what are we no- talking about first, Jay? Um, let's talk about the fact that Ford's got people running scared. Ford's got some people running skirt. Yeah, so um, you know what my favorite uh, my favorite thing to do lately. Now, now, now you have to be careful with this because if you if you say this to the wrong person, you you might start a fight. <laughs> right. Um, but my favorite thing to do lately is and and if, if you if you deadpan this, it it works. Okay, try it. You should try it. Okay. Okay. Go up to a Jeep owner, like, you know, when you pull up in a parking lot and you see a guy, like, pulling up, getting out of his Jeep or whatever, and just go, hey, man, I really like your Bronco. <laughs> uh, and I, you're going to get some, yeah, it's... Hey, it, 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 hey, if you guys are not into the whole feud that's going on between Jeep and Ford right now, you're, you're burying your head in the sand, and... This is Keith and I predicted it would it would it would be a big ripple effect uh, in the uh, uh, off roading world and it and it has and what's funny is man these Jeep owners are so defensive oh man. they're just, they can't take it oh they're yeah yeah I mean but you know whatever to each his own hey I think I, Ford you know, did I've their job I've always said like I'm somewhat agnostic when it comes to you know automotive manufacturers we've we talk a lot about brand loyalty and we have yeah i tend to just look at each product and each year of that product on Mm -hmm. on its own individual criteria 
Right. And uh, you know, there there's been some um there's been some good products. I you know, I I really like the uh Challenger. I mean, I I, I don't do there's a couple I've driven there's, them. Yeah. You there's know. some there's some uh Dodge products, you know. The truck's not bad. Like I've I've considered the Ram yeah, uh, owning the Ram. a Ram. Yeah, you know, I, I have nothing against them. I, I just think that Chrysler, just for decades, has just had this like can't get out of their own way. Well, yeah, absolutely, and you know, with the the whole Fiat, um, right? You know, coming in and and taking some ownership there. Um, I mean, really, since they kind of Iacocca, they mm. it's not been mm. well. The best thing to happen to their truck program was Cummins. I mean, mm-hmm. they had some really good, strong lines of of, of Cummins diesels. Yep. They had the 6BT, um, which was the 12-valve version, and then they came out, obviously, with the ISB, which is a 24-valve version. It's the emission-friendly version, and they've done well with that. And then I think they've um, – there's some Iveco stuff, which is a Fiat Iveco thing coming around. I, I just hope – I wish them luck with that. I'm not a – not a fan of those. Ivecos are really good industrial motors. Um, they do well, but I don't, I don't know over the road. So, what's your? Uh, you think you think everybody's Ford's got everybody? How did how did you say it? Ford's scared. got everybody scared. Okay, they got everybody scared, I, man. Hey, look, they're they're owning they're owning the spotlight right now. They have absolutely taken the spotlight, and everybody is standing around watching Ford under the spotlight they are in the limelight right now and to the tune of everybody's gonna you know counter with what they just did well the thing is is that ford has done so much it's kind of hard to counter that you know what has happened in the past 12 months and if you don't here's your proof just just go back and listen to what we were talking about on podcasts on this podcast 12 months ago right ford has become the new tesla (laughs) <laughs> I, I right? like that. I like I mean, that analogy, man. Tesla. There, there was almost never a week that went by a year ago that we weren't talking about something that Elon Musk was involved in. He was right. in, on the news for something, or Tesla was on the news for something, or somebody was posting something about, you know, some some new Tesla feature or some some stupid human tricks with Tesla or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. And and now. The newswire seems to be heavily dominated by, like Ford. Ford has taken that that spot, that spotlight. I guess they really have. They really have. Yeah. So uh, this rant, you found this article, right? Why don't I found you go this ahead article. and? Uh, yeah, I found it interesting. Um, of course, the headline is "Return of the Ram Charger." Could Dodge build a retro four x four SUV? Fight the Ford Bronco to fight. The Ford Bronco. Well, you know they're already huh. doing the power wagon, the the Ram truck power yeah. wagon that came yeah. out a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. Which but is fine. I, it is they fine. That back. I, I think that's great because a lot of your a lot of your power wagon fans deserve that. I mean, and the power wagon was a solid vehicle, man. I thought um, I liked it. Thought it was cool. But what I'm interested in is the fact that so so Dodge paid attention to what Ford was doing. Unlike GM and the Blaze, 
Is that a, is that really a blazer? No, it's not. But um, they've paid attention to what Ford's done, so they're you know thinking about bringing the uh, uh, power wagon back, um, and they want to give it a retro style. So this is uh, yeah, well, retro is kind of the. I mean, if you do these bringbacks. It's, it's that the new was, thing, you know, man. so they did on the truck. When you looked at the the power wagon version of the Ram truck, they they you know, added some retro stylings. They did, and you know, Ford. If you look at Ford, what they did with the Mustang, which they did a, they hit hit it out of the park with the Mustang when they brought it back with the original you know body style. Um, they've changed it slightly, kind of modded it a little bit with the tail lights and kind of rounded the uh, the edges a little bit to make it look a little bit more modern they've kind of right. kept with some of that that retro uh, flavor but um you know you got to give dodge you know a pat on the back for when they come when they came back like you were saying the challenger um the challenger looks like the old challenger man i think they're really cool looking, right man they're beefy and they're like a tank to drive i thought i, I rented one and it was yeah, it felt yeah. Like, it I mean, felt like they, an old one. they can be a sled. So, here's why I think this would be a bad idea for FCA Fiat Chrysler. It's still Fiat Chrysler, right? Yeah, yeah. That's it. Um, okay. So, little little history lesson, ladies and gentlemen. Okay, <laughs> Jeep was not always owned by Chrysler or FCA. Nope. nope. And. When the Ram Chargers, now this is all off the cuff here. I'm pretty sure my history's right on this, but when this when this Ram Charger wagon SUV, if you want to call it that, basically it looks like a like a like a kind of a baby suburban, kind of a cross between a Bronco and a suburban, I guess. Right. Pretty much. Yeah. Um. So when those were in their heyday, so to speak, mm-hmm. which was kind of like late seventies, um. Chrysler did not own Jeep, if I'm not mistaken. And That's uh, even if they did, Jeep was not what it is today in the sense of a, there was one Jeep, and it was the Army Jeep. And it was right. that one that you think of when you, like Elvis, right? Like in the Army, okay? Mm-hmm. So now that Chrysler, FCA, owns the Jeep line, mm-hmm. okay, if they come out with a product like this, they're mm-hmm. taking sales away from one of their Jeep. Because because you got to remember now, we joked about this. They've got what five, six, seven different models of that Jeep out there now. They've got the Gladiator. They've got the Comanche. Command uh, Commando. Commando. Right. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, yeah. But they've got a pickup no. Is truck it a Commando? For, Comanche. I, I don't. Maybe know. this is Comanche. I don't know. They've I'm got not. a pickup truck version. They've got mm-hmm. a bigger Gladiator. version. Right. They've got um, they've got kind of a little mini SUV version. So where does this fit, right? Like, see, that's the thing is well, they've got to be careful that they don't take sales away from Jeep. Well, let me tell you, man, and, and, and I read this article, and I, I've got this portion of this article pulled up, and I think you'll find this interesting. It doesn't surprise me because of it's Fiat um, making the, the decisions. It says the Jeep brand also has plenty of hardware that a potential new Ram charger could draw from. Uh, could it be as simple as using the Wrangler Gladiator platform with different styling? But it that's seems like stupid. It's, Why? I it's mean, stupid. Okay, sorry. I'm sorry to interrupt. 
Well, you're getting me all worked up now. Right, but they're but they're saying they're saying it seems like Jeep is getting ready to offer the 6.4 liter Hemi V8 in the Wrangler, um, and that engine would also be a perfect fit for the new Ram Charger. Now, I do agree with that. Um, Well, sure, if you're going to go the route of a larger wheelbase and more towing capability, mm -hmm. then absolutely. But why throw that in a Jeep at all? Right, right. like see again. You give them an option to have it in the Jeep. Now they don't have right. a reason to go get it in the in a Ram Charger. It's dangerous territory for them because the Jeep product is so popular for them. Yep. Um, it really, really could could be a problem for them. But again, they're paying attention, and I think that they see an opportunity. But they got to if they're going to do it, they got to do it in a way that they're not really competing with um, the, their own. I mean, you're. You know what I think you do. Saying, yeah, Here, what? here's what I would do. I would go big. I would go large wheelbase, almost mm-hmm. like the old Ford Excursions. Make right. it so it's capable of towing a decent sized RV. Mm-hmm. Maybe throw a diesel in there. Oh, I would definitely. I would definitely have it. I mean, you, you would be a power wagon without make it, that. Make man. that sucker big. Look, big is not. That's still in. We mm-hmm. we tried to get rid. Auto manufacturers are literally killing off cars like you know ford's down to two yeah uh, was it this all, week the fusion's going yeah. away i mean they so announced it's that like, it's going away people aren't buying cars they're buying trucks and suvs they're buying suvs and trucks right? so yeah. so go big go big if yeah. you're going to do this don't don't make it anywhere near the size of a jeep go mm-hmm. completely like it just it's its own thing right i mean that's, i see i see huge opportunity from a military contract well sure if they do that if they make it big enough because um, you could effectively have another option over the Hummer, um, which is, you know, let's face it, the Hummer is what it is. It's really totally useless otherwise. Right. I, I don't see any reason to have one of those. I'd kill it off. Um, so. All right. So, uh, yeah. So there speaking you go. of uh, Hummer, Cadillac. Right. GM. Sorry. Cadillac. I'm connecting dots here. You are. Cadillac. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, um, thanks, Billy. So, uh, <laughs> Cadillac announced their Lyric. Yeah. Just recently. Uh, it's going to mm-hmm. be an all electric Cadillac. Mm-hmm. Uh, are they calling this a crossover or are they calling it an SUV? Um, I think it is a uh, SUV. Um, Let's see. It's, what I found amazing was it was the range on it was really nice. It's on Cadillac's website right now. If you go to Cadillac.com, mm-hmm. um, and it's front and center, uh, introducing the Cadillac Lyric Show Car. Now I don't. I guess that's another word for prototype. Yeah, that's it. It looks cool. Um, poetry and electrified motion. Yep, like you mm-hmm. said, it's got lots of range. Mm-hmm. Uh, 300 miles is what they're predicting, and yeah. it's got a lot of nice, you know, tech. Yeah. Um, couple very nice speakers. You know, they're going with AKG. So yeah. this is the interesting thing to me is okay. Uh, this has been a theme with us over the past few months. Okay, General Motors. You got this on your website. Um, you're calling it a show car. I don't know what that means. 
Can right. I buy one? Are these? Are you taking? What What are you doing? Are you Are you just <laughs> right. putting this on your website to see how many hits it'll get? Is that the game? What are you guys so. doing? Like right? They're okay. not. You You don't get a warm fuzzy from these guys at all on this subject. I, you, it's just out there. It's there. It's It's like, hey, you know, we're gonna We're gonna go here. I, I I swear. I swear, Jay. I'm I'm just. It's like, okay. Well, can I buy this or not? Is it coming soon or not? Are you just thinking about doing it? What? Right. What, if you're just thinking about doing it, why do you put it front and center on your website? Like that. Right. See, now I'm getting all worked up. Like this is just. I know it. Uh, it's like they they've really. You know, I don't know how you how else to describe it, but they they've really um, kind of okay. struck out on a number of levels. Here's what it says. I, I'm just reading this off Cadillac.com. This is the mm-hmm. spark, the dawn of a new era, our electric future, rooted right. in more than a century of innovation, begins with an uncompromising SUV. So that answers that question. That's mm-hmm. charging boldly forward. You get it, Jay? Right. Charging boldly, boldly forward. Forward. Okay. Uh, Meet the Cadillac Lyric Show Car, an EV that connects heart to mind, soul to body, and human to machine. Okay, wait. So, what's the plan, guys? Right, and the other thing is there. There, all these flashy names for, for, for the technology that's already out there. You know, like uh, refresh your battery. I mean, it's a really nice yeah, marketing well, Apple plan does here. That. I mean, that's a, you know, performance is a part of Cadillac's DNA and the. The new Ultium propulsion system takes performance to the next level on the Cadillac Lyric. As a structural element of the body chassis system, Ultium enables a near 50-50 weight distribution of the vehicle and a lower center of gravity, which together result in a vehicle that's sporty, responsive, and allows for spirited driving. So... I guess they're going to sell this because it says images display show car not for sale. Some features shown may not be available on actual production model. Right. Well, look, if they handle this like they handled the Corvette, maybe we'll see these on the road in five years. I mean... We might, yeah, yeah. We might. I I, I don't... Like, how is this hard? Like, (laughs) Right. It's just a couple details that you need to put on your website to communicate. Well, it's, it's you know, they are working a few. Ele- I mean, they're moving in the electric direction, the EV direction. We know that the Lordstown company they've t- partnered up with, and you know, uh, there's a couple of other stories, and we'll touch on that in a later podcast because um, we 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 have one coming up. We want to talk about in depth some more of these things about the EV market and how it's, what's going on, and we'll bring we'll bring that up then, but. I don't know, man. I don't know. GM is really uh they don't have it. They need they need to hire the marketing team from Ford, I think. To um, I, they have to be they have to be paying attention. Okay. So there's a little message us on their website on Cadillac.com. Are you gonna, are you gonna message yeah, them? Yeah, I'm doing it. I'm doing it. So okay. it says, Hello, welcome to Cadillac. Please type hi to initiate a conversation with us. Hi. Hi. Okay. So while you're waiting on a response, on that same web page, uh, if you scroll further down, it you, you basically it says where do I plug in? Where do I charge my car? Um, and it's really neat. It 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 directs you to a website called AF. That's Apple Frank David Charlie AFDC dot energy dot gov 
forward slash fuels forward slash electricity underscore locations dot html pound um basically you go in and you can find uh the, the closest charging station to you and yeah i'm i'm really sick of hearing people say when i tell them how fast the ev market's growing the first thing people say where are you gonna charge that thing man? yeah so you know Come believe on, it or not people the best resource that i have found is google maps which most people have on their phones and i believe a- apple's maps which is tom tom uh right. has a has a, a similar feature and you right. literally just put in like ev charging station or charging station and they are all over the place like it's you know, it's yeah yeah, they're everywhere except for where the pipeline's coming through the country, guys. That makes sense, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, like, te- like northern, like northwestern Texas, man, you ain't getting in their EV. You let's know, see. All Here's, that so uh, here we go. Thanks. In order to best assist, please provide your first and last name. Inigo, Why? I, I wrote Inigo Montoya. Okay. Uh, then it says, choose the option that best fits your needs. Either I'm shopping for a vehicle, I need assistance on a vehicle I own, or I'm checking on my new vehicle order. So I said I'm shopping for a vehicle. And then I get, hello, thank you for reaching out to Cadillac. Have you heard about our Cadillac live one-on-one virtual tour? Feel free to ask me for more information. My name is Trish. How can I assist you today, Inigo? Hi, Trish. Any idea if or when the lyric will be for sale okay can we get like the jeopardy music while we're waiting for it do you have that can we yeah sure i can get you whatever you want man yeah let's 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 have yeah there we go that's perfect for the audience man you know so i got nothing she's just probably looking up what is a lyric right now <laughs> yeah i mean i don't know all right yeah i'm and digging she's, the music she's, man. right now i guarantee you she's in there going hey anybody anybody ever heard of this what this guy's asking what's about this, something about this, a lyric what's this lyric i don't know i don't know trish maybe you should go to cadillac.com and start reading uh all right <laughs> anyway are we i'll update you if this becomes a you know yeah just let let me know but yeah that's uh that's interesting so we, we I, thought we'd uh, let you guys I'm know kinda, about i don't know jay something's something's bot i you, you got just, you got is something up your butt man or i mean what's I, going on i'm trying to do a little self-analysis right like a little <laughs> self self-diagnostic mode right i don't know I, it's just 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 mediocrity maybe i've just had all i can has of right, yeah she are still you? hasn't responded it's are you not? Are you? Yeah, I know. What you know? Why is it that we have to do everything for everybody? I, yeah, that's. Is that know. what it is? Is that where you're at, right? Little, All right. Bug. So, yeah. are we? Okay. Uh, yeah. Hey, let's, it, uh, if you don't, yeah. I have a. Uh, well, I was going to do something on the fly. If we don't have a sp- sponsor, do we have a sponsor? Yeah, we have a sponsor. You know, we have right. a sponsor. I didn't. Well, I I'm didn't. Gonna, I don't. I don't know, man. I I just show up and act upset. That's that's kind of huh. my. <laughs> Hey, I will say this: that my connectivity right now is a little sketchy. Yeah, the jurors yeah. come up the same way. So okay, it's let's getting weird. Keep, yeah, it's just, it's, it's just, probably let's, Cadillac let's taking this. down the internet. Probably. Oh, oh thank you for Ooh, your they're... interest in the lyric. But that's it. That's all she wrote. Oh, she got back to you. Oh, yes. Okay. And oh, should I do a yes and? Yeah. Is that yeah, a, is it. that appropriate? Yes, comma and and. and? <laughs> right. And, All right. Okay. So let me let, let's talk about our sponsor real quick, um, guys. You've heard us talking about AERA now for 
many, many shows. Uh, we're still fortunate to have them on board right now as a sponsor. Um, you know, do you want to make your shop have the edge over the other shops out there? If you want to do that, man, become a member of AERA. You can simply do that by going to AERA.org. Um, it's like forward slash memberships or something like that. Anyway, AERA.org, you get there and you have the menu of, of, of tabs up there. Uh, they offer a number of things. As a member, okay, um, you will be able to maintain that edge in the industry. Um, and if you need resources, AERA is, is, is the resources you can depend on. AERA is a specialized network of professionals, engine builders, uh, with the expertise and connections uh, to get you the information you need when you need it, peeps. No doubt about it. With an AERA membership, here's just a few benefits that you'll receive. Um, you'll have access to toll-free technical support from master engine machinists. You'll have access to Prosys Pro engine specification software, which I use daily. It's awesome. Um, you'll have access to automotive machining and online training, which, by the way, they offer an online course for cylinder head machining and engine machining. It's $150 with the, uh, with the book. Um, it's an online course. You do not have to be a member to take that course. And if you will subscribe to our YouTube channel, um, and leave a comment uh, on our on our website. Uh, we will put you in the running for an opportunity to win that course. So if you're interested in that, please make sure that you subscribe to our YouTube channel. Um, the I other have, things, you, uh, huh? I have you a can, couple dozen entries under Enego Montoya. Just just saying, <laughs> I want to win that. Can I? Am I allowed? Can I? That's, sure you. Is that, sure a, you is that against the rules? Like if I? No, nah, that's not. Uh, well, we'll, we'll, well, yeah. It's a good, we I mean, it's a, yeah, it's uh it's, it's pretty awesome. Some good classes there, man. I, I'm. It is. And, you know, you brought this up, like, in this, this day and time of this, you know, uncertainty that we have out in the industry, or out in the world, period, the workforce. You know, if you're looking for a career change, you just lost your job, and, and you know, you want to do something different. This is a highly technical uh, part of the industry. It's a lot more technical than people think. Um, it's not just dirty hands and calluses, guys. Yeah, you're going to get those because you're going to work hard. Uh, but technology really takes a lot of the work out of it, and you've got to um, you need to understand uh, the the basics to even start. And these guys will get you there. So um, you are going to, as a member, you're also going to have um, access to uh, six specification manuals, failure analysis manuals, and tech resource manuals. Um, they have a publication, which is Engine Professional Magazine. It's online, or you can uh, get on their mailing list, and they'll send that to you. It's, a, it's quarterly editions. Uh, uh, um, and they do tech and skills regional conferences. Look, guys, don't, don't even stop thinking about it. Continue to think about it. Get on board with these guys. Um, it will be the best money that you've ever spent. I guarantee you. Remember, join online today. You can do that by going to aera.org forward slash join or you can call them for more information about this on their toll-free number 888-326-2372 or their direct line at 815-526-7600 thank you aera for being on board with us we yep. really appreciate it we love yes we do guys. thank you it's been a lot of fun and uh we are uh, very excited to see the end result which is uh which turned out quite 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 nice so quite check nice out yes there. yeah it was really really good we enjoyed it it's and it's gonna continue to get better i guarantee you yep. that 
fun stuff, yep. man. I can't wait. Can't wait. All right. So we're so we're talking we're talking SEMA. We're talking show show closures, show announcements. Mm-hmm. Would actually show be announcements. better. Um, but I have to give you a quick update on this lyric thing. That so I'm going to do a little radio thing here for just a moment. <laughs> yes, okay? man, I, I love it. If, for the for those of you that are just joining us, I, I don't know how you would do that on a podcast. I guess if you're if you're picking this up on the YouTube side, we usually yeah, start that yeah. kind of right after the break. Uh, right before up. the break, I went to Cadillac.com and I asked about the lyric because we're not sure they've got this lyric out and we're not sure if it's like they're trying to encourage people to take pre-orders or if they're just looking to see interest or if they're actually going to sell it. And I, I, you know, I really want GM to do well. I just sometimes it's just surprising to me how poorly planned out some of this is. So I went on their website and I started a chat. And this nice lady named Trish responded to me. Okay, so I asked about the lyric, and I said, any idea if or when the lyric will be for sale? All right, now, we're you caught up, Jay? Yeah. Okay, so she says to me after several minutes of research, at this time, my resources are not providing me with many details. I suggest reaching out to your local dealer as well as signing up for updates via the lyric page on our website. And then she asked if I wanted a link for that, and I said, no thanks. And then she said, is there anything else I can help you with today? Because, Jay, I just can't leave this alone. Okay. <laughs> Did you say, hey, what do you know about the new K5 coming out? The K, no, K Blazer I took coming this, out? Or? I took this in a complete other direction. Okay. When's my vet, when's my vet coming in? <laughs> Are the mid-engine Corvettes available for immediate delivery? Okay. Ooh. And ooh, she ooh, says... Ooh, ooh. Are you inquiring if there are any 2020 Corvette models available on dealer lots? Inego Montoya. That's I told her my name was. Yes. <laughs> That's what I'm asking. Well, is it the 2020? Did you specify C8? Because they they got a lot of C7 still sitting out there, man. It's a 2020 C8. I did say mid-engine. Okay. Here, I'll clarify. Mid-engine. C8. Yeah, I did Not, say C. I said C. Okay, 2020 okay. C8 mid-engine. So let's see. Okay, perfect. Yeah. We'll so see we'll happens. see. We'll come back to that. All right. So. Okay. Yeah. SEMA made a big announcement. Okay. So um, uh, as as recently as a couple weeks ago, things were mm-hmm. going. Uh, we were getting regular updates from SEMA on plan changes to the show. Now, this is the largest automotive show in the world. It typically happens in November. It happens in Vegas. Um, yep. Jay and I've done it. We've we've gone as media. Um, we were going to go again this year. Yeah. And SEMA, we started having conversations because it was like, well, you know, we're reading the releases, we're reading the safety updates, and they're going, you know, we're going to do this or that. And we're, mm. we're Jay and I are talking. We're going, yeah. How are they going to How are they going to pull how that? How are they going to pull this off? Yeah. And based on kind of the guidelines that they're going to have to adhere to for safety, for public health mm-hmm. and safety, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um. And it's an so, international show too. That's the thing. Right. That's the biggest deal right there. So we apparently weren't alone because a lot of people on the media so SEMA has a media page on Facebook and, and a lot of people on that page came back and kinda asked some questions that Jay and I were kinda thinking out loud, like, you know, mm-hmm. the just the lines to get into some of these places, even though, you know, you can't socially we, distance. We did, sometimes could go through a separate media entrance, but sometimes mm-hmm. they made us go like do a couple laps around the building and then come back and ask again. 
and <laughs> right. um, and so we're just like, how how are they gonna? I mean, you can't social. You would be all the way down the Las Vegas Strip if you took these people and made them stand six feet apart. That's right. It just ain't. Yeah, it's just I, we, you and I were. I mean, we were really scratching our heads, thinking, "Gosh, man, it's just going to be almost impossible to pull this thing well, off." And I mean, you can't at the same move, time. That convention center is gigantic. Well, and not only that, they're 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 also the the Apex Show, um, which is the automotive after parkets you know product show, and that, that is basically a supplier show. Right. So you have you want to explain the, a little bit about kind of what drives because they happen at the same time. They and happen, they happen the same time. within, you know, uh, what, like a couple miles of each other? You shuttle yeah, you, distance. You've, you've got the Apex show that goes on the same time as SEMA. SEMA's over at the Las Vegas Convention Center. And the uh, Apex show, which is um, held at the Sands Expo Center, um, it's an automotive aftermarket product show. Basically, all the suppliers in the industry are there. And you know we're talking from all over the world. Mm-hmm. I mean, every every walk of life, uh, every continent is is represented there. Lots of uh, Asian market, lo- uh, Asian, quite a few from Australia. You've got um, you've got India. You've got yep. India is huge into into um, product South manufacturing. South America, South America, um, Mexico, um, and then so what you have is you have those guys, but you also have. Um, the customers of these companies that that come in there to talk and do business and make purchases even. Um, so I thought, you know, you're doing these two shows simultaneous, okay? And they have to shuttle people back and forth because the, the SEMA and Apex passes cover both shows. And Keith and I have been through this, and I've been through it for years, but they have a shuttle system that runs you between the convention centers. Well, you know, you, you, been, you've been in those lines, Keith. It, it's like you know, being you know at a Walmart waiting for the store to open at six a.m. on on Black Friday I, or I, or to a be concert. Honest with you, or, it was kind of uncomfortable. Kind of creeping even before yeah. BC before COVID with some of the kind of right. It was kind of yeah. creepy, really, yeah. because you're around all these people. And you don't know, you know, you know what they have or if they're sick or and what. It is Vegas, you know. You know I mean, you, yeah, it is. Yeah. All right. So <laughs> anyway, but so. Here we questioned it, and we were we were talking about we had our plans in place, and we were we were going through this whole process to go and going to start booking rooms and those sorts of things, and going through the process um, as we had communicated with a few of our our, our, our um, uh, colleagues in the industry. Um, AERA was fully committed to being there. Uh, we talked to those guys; they were going to be going. Um, I know a couple of other suppliers in the industry that were going to also be there. I do know some suppliers that had decided not to exhibit. Um, however, they were going to walk the shows, um, which is an option for a lot of people. Um, but uh, so we, after our discussion last week, our decision was made for us. Um, you want me to go ahead and spill the beans? Yeah. Well, the 2020 SEMA show has been canceled, guys. And well, let me read. Yeah, will, read, we, read how we'll, they worded that because I there this is interesting. It's it is now which, which spark one more because I've got several ones. I'm not go, pulling from the email. I went right to their website today. Okay, so I will read what's on their website right now. If you go to SEMA uh, SEMAshow.com, I think or SEMA.com, you'll find it there. Uh, so they say this. This is an update about the 2020 SEMA show due to the COVID-19 and concerns that event facilities and services will be unavailable. Uh, 
the SEMA show will not be taking place in 2020. While both event organizers and industry members have been working tirelessly to deliver an outstanding SEMA show in November, mounting uncertainty has rendered continuing uh, with the event inadvisable. Uh, SEMA experts, uh, excuse me, SEMA expects the decision will bring much needed clarity to an uncertain picture and will help exhibitors, attendees, and partners plan accordingly. Uh, recent SEMA show survey results indicated interest in a possible virtual trade show with a related uh, live elements. Uh, SEMA will be working with industry members to determine interest levels on specific alternatives. Uh, the SEMA show is continuing to be committed uh, to furthering business in the uh, automotive specialty equipment market and to providing manufacturers and buyers with the best opportunity co to connect. Um, so the bottom line is they appreciate the spirit, the hard work, and the innovation in the industry and what they've done for the show every year. Uh, while we are disappointed uh, the circumstances prevent us from hosting the show in November, we look forward to getting everyone together in 2021 for another outstanding event. Full refunds for SEMA show exhibitor booth deposits and attendee registration fees will be issued. And they go on to list the future show dates, which 2021 will be November 2nd through the 5th. Um, and the SEMA show coincides with that, but that will be the second through the third. They're one day shorter than SEMA, yeah. I think. Now, Apex. Wait, hold on. So, go ahead. I want to add one thing. This is going to spark conversation here. And mm -hmm. then and then I want to get into the, the PRI show in Indy, which happens in December. Um, but first, an update on our Lyric inquiry, uh, so, mm -hmm. which has turned into a mid-engine Corvette C8 inquiry. Okay, so now, y'all, this has been going on on this podcast. Uh, let's see, my uh, started at started eighteen minutes ago. All right, this is why I hate chats because it's just like if you you call somebody up, you could have this conversation in three minutes. But you know, mm -hmm. we're gonna drag it out over an hour. Yeah, we're gonna with chat, a chat when bot. you're. Okay. Yeah, you're. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so. I gave her my zip code. She said, I'll check mm -hmm. and see if I can find one on a lot for you. She, she, she came back and said, are there any features you want? And I said, no. At this point, I just want to look at one in person. I didn't tell her, Jay, that I've already sat in one. But, you know. <laughs> so, at the museum. Um, she said, uh, now this is perfect because this is going to... Where is the PRI show? PRI show is in Indianapolis. Okay, so... This is, I'm in Nashville, for those of you that don't know, okay? Mid-engine Corvette uh, went on a road show over a year ago. Mm hmm Was announced, what, about roughly a year and a half ago? It was in July, June and July of last year is when they came out with it, but it was announced, yes, a year and a half ago. Yes, it was okay. coming. All right. Today, August 10th, is when we're recording this, okay, mm -hmm. for posterity. Okay. I'm asking if I can find one on a lot somewhere to go look at. Now, this is, I, look, guys, I don't hate GM. I want them to do well. But mm -hmm. these are the kinds of things, like this lyric that we were talking about. If you're watching this on YouTube, I encourage you to go back and check out the podcast on our website, partscounterguru.com. You'll get the full uncut version. We So we, we, we cut it down for video purposes, and you're only going to get right. a part of today's podcast right a year later and i still this is the best they could offer me 
I was able to locate one at Valley Chevrolet in Spencer, Indiana. Okay. <laughs> Three states away. Unbelievable, man. Are you unbelievable? Are you kidding me? Okay, I got to do this though. I want to see where Spencer, Indiana is. Uh, so what's a great contact number and email address for you? And I'm gonna go. Um, that's like three states away. Yeah, so that's going nowhere. So my point is this. It's these little details. It's not, I don't think they're difficult details. Oh my word, man. How is one in Spencer, Indiana? Where where is that? What's it close to? Why is there not one in like Louisville? I mean, the dadgum plant is like right down the road from Louisville. Right. Okay. Spencer, man, is like in the middle of nowhere. Middle of the state. What 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 quadrant? It's it's um, it is uh, south uh, southwest uh, near Hoosier National Forest. Okay. Um, it is southwest of Indiana, like in between Columbus, Indiana, and Terre Haute. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's yeah. So it's, so yeah. again, I sort of I sort of. Um, it's a head scratcher, man. I mean, I, you guys, GM, uh, you, you don't go on commercials telling people we realize you're not thinking about probably buying a car right now. That's just. Uh, that's she, just so she just says insane. that's the closest I was able to locate. Uh, many of the 2020 well, just, models were ordered by customers. Yeah, a year and a half ago. Uh, mm-hmm. Sold from dealer lots within a few days. Speaking with your local dealer. No, thanks. Appreciate. Yeah, just in, just. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be a little condescending here, just because I'm having fun on the podcast. Appreciate your help. Please, I'll check here. Here we go. I'll <laughs> check back, <laughs> and maybe this time next year, y'all will be serious about getting some. More about selling the car. Those <laughs> cars built. All right. So that's that. Done. So that's good luck. Okay. If you order a Lyric, maybe this decade it'll show it up. It could be. All. Yeah, you, you may be. Yeah. All they right. May, they, they may have a vaccine by then. So, so. SEMA said, mm-hmm. and this was in the news release that we get from them. We're on the yes. media blast. I, was, I knew you were going there. Uh, yes. They said in the show update, they used a very curious term to me. It said... The 2020 SEMA show will not take place as planned. Mm-hmm. Now, you could play that back with a couple different inflections and make it sound a couple different ways. Right. You could say the SEMA 2020 SEMA show will not take place as planned. Right. You could say the SEMA show will not take place as planned. As planned. Hmm. So this could turn into a virtual show. Well. And we'll and we'll go to the next level of this. To and tell it's you why been we done before. That. Apple mm-hmm. did it. Uh, there's been a couple virtual uh, um, big industry type shows that have gone virtual. Mm-hmm. There, there's no standardization on how to do that yet. But right, uh, you would well, think Jay, they have to be looking in that direction. Oh, I know they are, and I'll tell you why. Because Apex is affiliated with with SEMA. Okay, and again they. They run those shows simultaneously. Apex on August the fifth. Um, so five days made, ago. Yep, yeah, made the announcement 
uh, that the Apex Show 2020 that is scheduled for November 3rd through the 5th at the Sands Expo and Caesars Forum Conference Center in Las Vegas will not be held as an in-person trade show event this year due to the current state of the COVID-19 pandemic and related governmental prohibitions and restrictions on gatherings, businesses, and travel. Instead, Apex will provide a virtual slash digital experience with many of the show's same elements presented digitally. Given the state of Nevada's recently announced long-term mitigation strategy for the COVID-19 pandemic, which has definitely prohibited events with more than 50 participants, and the severe limitations on international and domestic travel imposed in connection with the pandemic, unfortunately, the traditional in-person event cannot proceed. So there you go. They're going to go virtual. Apex is very big, but it is not as big as SEMA. It's not. The thing and that I, you know, I know SEMA was talking about, like in the survey, they said, well, if we had it all outside, would you go? Would well, you go? Well, the problem with that is, where are you going to do that? Because they do have that outside the convention center, they have a big God, we were, But it's not it near as scorching. big as what's inside. Yeah, right? but still, t- and the, the elements as well. I mean, it's now, high. granted, it, it, it yep. doesn't normally rain that time of year that much in Las Vegas, but it gets it could. hot, man. Yeah. And, if you bring everybody that's normally in the convention center, because that building's going to still be there, outside mm-hmm. to that lot, which is big, but nowhere near as big as the actual convention hall. Right. And you pack, even if half of those people show up, how are you mm-hmm. going to pull that off? And and that's why I'm thinking, you know, that, that, that had to force their decision. That and the travel bans that, you know, there's so many people that travel internationally to get to the show and you've got to deal with quarantining and are you going to make them show up three weeks early and you know it's Mm -hmm. just a mess so now we're talking that they've realistically got two months to put together some sort of virtual show which that's right for as many exhibitors as SEMA has Mm -hmm. and for as big as that show is I'm not sure they can pull this off in two months no I don't know it's um I would I would think though that they have been working on a virtual version of this show even before this announcement came out. You think so? Because I do. I think they had a plan B. Um, but then again, I may be wrong. Because again, uh, keep in mind, Apex is a different animal than SEMA. Right. You know, Apex Apex is basically a supplier show. Um, you know, SEMA is too, but it's a show show where they're yeah. exhibiting new new things coming out. Yeah, well, I mean, that's where your, I your manufacturers give their press, you know, Toyota, Ford, GM... Right. That's it, and and like last year we did the you know the Ford, uh, the uh, Jay Leno Bronco, uh, right. the the resto reveal, and they had all we, we kept saying there's got to be something to these retro Broncos, and we were actually absolutely one hundred percent spot on right. I guarantee you that this year at SEMA, Ford had all intentions of having a bunch of those new babies sitting around, man, because there's a bunch of them already out there. Right. GM, did you hear that? Ford has a bunch of them already out there. Ford has vehicles ready to buy. You can actually take ownership next year. Maybe you guys will have your C8 out uh, at dealerships and, by then. I don't know. Uh, right. I, like I try to be fair on this and not just bash General Motors, but I just feel like they're they've done some things really well. And we we mm-hmm. raved about this Corvette when they announced it. When I got to see one, I just yeah. 
I was so happy for I, him. Sometimes I, thought, I look at this and I go, "You carried this ball to the five mm-hmm. yard line," and then it's like everybody just went 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 somewhere and had a snack. Oh man, you just basically pulled out the best analogy, man. It's like feeding Marshawn Lynch the ball all game in that Super Bowl, and then you throw the interception. And this is this is what like is this one of those like cricket or what are we talking about? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, no fun league. The no fun league. Uh, <laughs> All right. So um, now PRI. You want to do so? So PRI, yeah, which so, is owned by SEMA, is that right? They're. I think that they're like. Um, yeah, they're partnering with them. I think that basically SEMA and PRI are partnered together. Uh, PRI, just to give you a little history on it, for those of you who may not know, it's the Performance Racing Industry Show. Um, it was it used to they used to travel around in fact nashville hosted a pri i think many years ago um but then they stabilized and and they they had it every year in indianapolis and then they moved it down to orlando and it was not the biggest of hits uh for the industry um they started losing um yeah people attendees and then sema let's cut out early and go see the mouse right right? exactly and then sema steps in and says hey Let's take this thing over. Uh, we're going to help you guys bring this thing back. And at, actually, when it went back to Indianapolis, I felt like it was better than it was previous to moving from Indianapolis. SEMA's done a bang-up job with PRI in, in, in getting this done. So, But so PRI, Performance Racing Industry Show, is really, if you're a machinist, if you're that shot guy, this is the show for you, man. You can definitely come in and, and kick the tires here. And, and well, um, so it's it includes people like NASCAR, NHRA, National yes. Hot Rod Association, Streetcar Takeover, right. NMCA, NMRA, and SCCA. Mm-hmm. Those yeah. are all organizations that contribute to PRI. So Absolutely, it's a big racing show, and it had it's it is now and home in Indianapolis, like you said, every year. So it's an equipment I, show, man. I've got the PRI president, Jamie Meyer. I've got his letter statement up. Do you want me to dig into that a little bit? Yeah, dig into it, man. Yeah. So they're going forward with this. It's going to happen in early December. I think, it, what is it? December, let's see here. Um, It'll be um, December 10 and 12. There you go. 10, 10, th- 10, 10 through, through the 12th. 12th. Yep. Uh, currently, the city of Indianapolis is at a stage 4.5 out of 5 through August 27th. Now he's talking about their their um, level of COVID response. Is five the most relaxed? Five is the most relaxed, and okay. I say that you can only get into five if you have basically just. I mean, you're like well below the 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 infections, if not completely. You know, okay. Curb the, gone the other way. You know, Got which it. is great. If, okay. if that's the, I'm happy for Indianapolis if that is truly the case, but we'll see. So at a 4.5, they're not able to hold an event with more than 250 people without the approval of the Marion County Public Health Department. Mm -hmm. Uh, Fortunately, the Visit Indy team has already had great success gaining approval for events that are being held at the Indiana Convention Center right now. This includes several weekend high school basketball tournaments with over 7,000 people in attendance. Uh, these events have been held with sensible safety measures in place and with no outbreaks of COVID-19 reported. In addition, the entire city of Indianapolis, which includes hotels, restaurants, transportation companies, uh, looking forward to and preparing for the PRI trade show. Well, it's just like the thing in Vegas. I mean, these are huge revenue generators for the city. Oh, big time. Big um, time. Because you have restaurants and hotels and all these. All, they want this to happen. 
So it is hinging on the approval of that safety plan from the Marion County Public Health Department. That's where we stand right now, according to him and his letter. Now, do you want my opinion on what's going to happen? Yeah, let's hear it. It ain't happening. Okay. Do you want to elaborate on that? You can't do it. You're just not going to be able to. There's no way that one month is going to make a difference. If you're not doing C- if you're not doing semen apex, there's no way one month is going to make a difference. It's just not going to happen. Well, what? Let me let me play the other side of this coin. Let me let me mm-hmm. let me present the argument to that. This is a smaller show than semen apex. Uh, it's pretty darn huge, man. It is a smaller show, but it's pretty huge. It takes up the entire convention center, as well as Lucas Oil Stadium. Um, that's a huge convention center. Um, you've got hotels to deal with. They have to. They will pack those hotels. Um, you will have packed restaurants. You have to feed these people. Um, I th- I personally think that it, it would be. It would be a tough. It'd be a tall order to pull off, in my opinion. And safely. again, let's factor this in, okay? Because Doctor Meyer talked about you know high school basketball tournaments and some various sporting events mm-hmm. that they've had in these mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. at these venues. Yeah. PRI is bringing in international uh, guests, right, and exhibitors. Absolutely, they, yeah, they they so, do. So, see, you're not probably traveling from China and and Taiwan to come visit a high school basketball game at the Indiana. That's what I'm saying. It's a Coliseum, different. This right? is a different animal, man. You yeah. can't compare. It's not apples and oranges, man. I mean, it's just sorry. So you heard it it's here just, first, ladies and gentlemen. Jay says uh, it's not going to happen. Happening. You're going to um, have to stay tuned to find out. Let's see what. I want to see just just performance racing industry show attendance. Ah, uh, you're looking at. I got gotcha, you. I got gotcha. you. Yeah, it'd be good to know. All righty. So here you go. The performance racing industry show was attended by more than 1,100 leading companies, showcasing okay. a wide range. Companies. Got it. Yeah, companies. Um, showcasing a wide range of efficient and high quality alternators, air filters, balancing equipment, batteries, fuel injection, all that sort of good stuff. Um, I want to see what the attendance was, though, for last year. It's got to be over 100,000 people, man. Well over 100,000. I'm pretty certain of that. Yeah, it's just not going to um, happen, man. You can't. You're not going to be able to do it. I know it. it just it doesn't doesn't make good sense to me. Uh, I've um, got two. I've got two headlines here that talk about historical data. Um, okay. One is from looks like the Indiana Business Journal. Okay, there you uh, go. That'll work. Local That'll work. economic impact in 2014 was yeah. 57 million. Yeah. Uh, yeah. that's, if, that, if that's any indication, more and that than three thousand people from outside the United States. Mm-hmm. Um, they're not giving a specific number. That might be on. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Attendance oh, so in, be a, now. This was this was this was five years ago, two thousand fifteen. Okay. Okay. Fifty-five thousand six hundred and thirty-two. Up from forty nine thousand mm-hmm. a year ago. Now that's two thousand fifteen, right. five years back. And it gr- it grows every year. They right. get more and more every year. So they're probably. I would bet you that last year they probably had an, an anywhere between seventy and eighty thousand attendees. Um, I talked to to some people specifically 
about the attendance because I've missed the last couple of years. The last one I attended was in 2017. Okay. Yeah. 2017 was the last show I attended. Um, and since then, I've been kind of keeping up with some of my, my colleagues in the industry, um, how, how the show's been for them. And they said that it's been record attendance every year. So I know that it's growing every year. So it's got to be in the 70,000 yep. to 80,000 range. So easily. they're saying over 30 countries participate. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. yeah, man. This and is travel, travel is banned. I mean, you can't, yeah, I, I you just, can't yeah. travel abroad. So I don't see how it's going to happen. Well, now, it may, let's it, cut may that. it may go virtual. Let's do a third you know? of that. Let's say that they only have, because of restrictions and people wanting to just mm-hmm. not risk it, that right. that attendance drops to a third of you're still talking okay we had an example of 7000 people at a basketball game you're still talking right. two to three times that you're talking 25000 people right i mean that's it's a lot of folks man i mean i thought about that too how could you pull it off you could say you know limited number of people in the building well, then who um, gets to decide time. that, though? And then it's exactly utter, you, you have know. to buy a ticket, and you're the only one getting in. But I can tell you that it's just not—it's not going to work, man. Also, I'll say this: I know people again that exhibited those shows, and they pulled out already. They're not going. They don't want to go. They don't want to put themselves at risk. They don't want to put their employees at risk. Um, I think that at some point, you know, some some reasonable minds have to step up to the plate, just like SEMA has done and Apex has done and said, okay, we need to look at this in a different way. If we want to like pull from our industry and and have a show, we can do it virtually. Let's get on it now. Let's don't waste our time and building hopes up for people because let's face it, last minute changes, man, suck. I mean, I, yeah. The, you know, people have to fly in. They have to drive in. You have to make arrangements to, to rent cars in some cases. You have to rent hotel rooms. You've got yep. multiple employees in a lot of cases in these booths. I just don't see it happening, guys. I'm sorry. I, I hope it does. But at the same time, I'm pretty reasonable about these things. Right. I say let it go until next year and let's see what happens. You know, And don't try to postpone it and say, well, we'll have it in the spring because we didn't have it. In, come on. Let it go, guys. Yeah. It'll be there next year. The same dates will be there next year. It's just inconvenient for, in my opinion, a lot of business owners and a well, lot of consumers. you know, you've got an opportunity to innovate here. And you, you sort of you have to play the hand you're dealt. And if we have restrictions in place and we keep trying to basically figure out ways to do in-person trade shows, mm-hmm. I would think, to your point, somebody's time would be better spent finding ways to get customers attention now and see this is where this whole virtual show like if you're able to leverage that and you're able to draw people into whatever it is that you have to say Mm -hmm. it could not only win you business in this weird climate that we're in right now that's right it could change the show uh model forever like you know, I, I hearken back to when Jobs was still running Apple, mm-hmm. and they made a decision that, yeah, we're just not going to do Macworld anymore. We're not going to do this big trade expo show that we used to do. We don't need to do it. We've right. got a prod, you know, we'll give a press release when we feel like it's time to give a press release. Nice and, little PowerPoint that they go through. It's, and, it's, yeah, they do their keynotes. They've got their own theater on campus that they can mm-hmm. use to do that, or you can rent one out if you don't have one. And they just said, Basically, uh, 
we'll do it when we feel like it and we might do it yeah. six times a year we might do it once a year we might do it 12 times a year right um right. but uh we're just not yeah we're just not doing this trade show stuff and see i i see that potentially happening here and and that's why i'm saying the companies that can figure out ways to leverage customers interest mm-hmm. you know if i'm out there searching for ways to uh, stabilize the ride on my 40 foot class a motorhome and i want to talk to somebody that sells like suspension upgrades right. you know what is your company doing to match up with the searches people like that mm-hmm. are putting in right because that's right. where the magic is you know right. if i'm trying to find ways to get more horsepower out of a small block general motors v8 you know what is your company doing to match up to those searches and and then right. you have your conversation you have your virtual trade show if you if you please to call it that way right that's yep. Yep. where i think we are at a tipping point in 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 our in our lifetime to where that's got to change stop expecting people to just come through the door where you can tell a captive audience what they need to know right and you know this old you know and i know people are getting tired of of hearing this the new normal versus the old normal folks i'm sorry you know this is where we're at now and it's it's the things as we knew it they're not going to be the same even coming out on the other side of this thing where we have a vaccine i still think that you're going to have a lot of things that will stay in place to be better prepared yeah for stuff like this again because we were completely caught off guard with this thing um nobody saw it coming if they did they certainly didn't tell anybody um so and we'll leave that there um but we are in a new new uh new time new era in 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 our lives in our lifestyles um and how we conduct business is different um and the ones who are able to innovate uh, and diversify a little bit and are willing to take some chances um, in new ways to conduct business that are open to that, you're going to succeed. Yep. You will be successful. Trust me it's when I say that. always it's, been that way, though. It is This is mm-hmm. not a COVID thing. It has no, always been that way. You know, when right, there's a shortage of something or there's a change in the world, mm-hmm. it's the ones that can adapt that That's right. uh, are the most they nimble. Yeah. Oh, you mean, like like me. Like, I've been able to adapt. How about that? Wow. Doggone it. Yeah. I like me. I <laughs> I just remember 20 years ago listening to people go, well, I'm not very computer literate. Remember that one? I do. And in my head, I, I would go, that. so you're basically saying, like, what? Like, you just give up and you I, need to... I'm not going to do it. Yeah. Okay, well, that's going to go well for you and, you know in the Mm -hmm. long game here right i'm not very computer literate right uh why don't you just say i don't want to learn like that would be (laughs) exactly you know i hate learning my dad my dad amazes me man he really does this guy can pick up any device and he'll tell you how it works and give him about a week and he'll tell you how it works man you know he's he's, he told you know what he told me the other day he says you know i think i want to learn how to read code son i'm like what Dad, you're you're like yeah. should you like be re- like retired for like the last fifteen years? Nah, you know I just I get on the phone with some of these guys sometimes and they don't know what they're talking about. Yeah, and I I figured out most of the time myself. So 
I figured, you know, if I'm going to fix stuff, I might as well learn how to read code. So I'm not sure why your dad's initiative there made me think of this, but I've got our next great product. <laughs> okay. Awesome. So you Go know the it. Universal Translator on Star Trek where, you know, they've always explained it like when they travel to other planets, all we hear is English. <laughs> yeah. And it's because they've got a built-in translator that speaks like, you know, Klingon or whatever so that it's all just, right. you know. Yeah. Okay. So what we should come up with is our, our own PCG translator where it's like, you know, when people say things like, well, I'm not very computer literate. The thing just plays. I hate learning. Yeah. You know? Let's do that. Let's you do know? that. We, you heard it here or, first, guys. You, know, you, we're, you we're pull gonna... up to the drive-thru and you go, you know, can I help you? And it says like, what time? Do, what time's my shift over? You know, or just you know, like and just what they're <laughs> right. actually the meaning behind what, it, right? Yeah, what the meaning behind it actually is. Yeah, there 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 always is that. There always is that. Yeah, Chick Fil A. It would be thank you, my pleasure. God, if I have to say this one more time today, <laughs> you know, <laughs> right? Uh, yeah. So so yeah, there you go, man. I mean, um, COVID coming, is certainly coming put, soon put a, on partscounterguru dot com. The <laughs> yeah, we got to come up with a cre- clever name for it though. The um, Cransolator. Crampsolator. Uh, all right. So the clapper. Speaking, speaking of our website, <laughs> I, I think that's a work in progress, as they say. Yeah. Um, yeah. Speaking of that website. Yeah. So are you talking about how people can maybe yeah. check into our stuff? That's yeah. what okay. I actually hey meant. Is that what you meant <laughs> to say? Yeah. Gotcha. So, hey, guys, um, if you've enjoyed this today, uh, we're sure you did. Um, and you're listening if you are listening to me. Um, so the bottom line is if you want to uh, find us, uh, you can find us over on the web at uh, com. And on that website, man, you can go there and you can find these podcast links. Um, you can also find uh, a YouTube, a uh, link to our YouTube channel. Um, you can shop Amazon. Anything that we mention on our podcast is is there as well, and you can purchase those through Amazon. We have a link there. Um, if you purchase stuff through our website on Amazon, Keith, can does anybody know who you are when you buy that stuff? It is one hundred percent anonymous. Now let me translate that for you. It is one hundred percent anonymous. It's awesome. Yeah. Thanks for the clarification on that. Yep. So there you go. You can buy anything. Like if you're going to be buying like tons of like MREs, um, you know, you, you want to buy pants, uh, you might need lipstick. I, I don't know. Uh, you know, what? whatever you might need today. But um, you can even buy food through Amazon. It's crazy, man. You can buy anything through Amazon. I think you can even buy cooked ribs on Amazon if you want. Um, so if you get a hankering for some ribs and you want to buy some through Amazon, you can go to our website and click through on the Amazon icon up top and shop away. It helps us out, guys. It really does. Also, uh, video portions of our podcast are over on our YouTube channel at youtube.com forward slash parts counter gurus. Uh, we have some how-to videos. Uh, we have some funny videos. Um, no matter what you see there, what video you're watching, always give us a thumbs up. Um, ring the bell that helps us out. Remember to subscribe to our YouTube channel because those subscriptions mean a lot to us. Uh, they are free to you, but priceless to us. And um, with every subscription, it gets us closer and closer to a goal 
um, that helps us continue to do what we're doing. Uh, we're over on social media. Let me Facebook. actually hold on. Let me let me translate that last part for you. Okay. Go Please ahead. subscribe, yeah. or we'll burn your freaking house down. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what it really means? No, yeah. I'm just playing. He's playing. He's playing. No, we wouldn't do that, but we do want you to really subscribe, man. That'd be great. Um, <laughs> social media, check us out on Facebook.com forward slash Parts County Gurus. You can check us out over on Instagram. We are at Instagram.com, the Parts County Gurus. Check us out on Twitter, um, Twitter.com. We are at the Counter Show, which is what you are listening to right now, the Counter Show for Parts Counter Gurus. So there you have it, guys. Thank you. Please subscribe. Please like, please tell a friend, do all that stuff. We need you. We need your support. Thank you. Well, Jay, um, this is one of the, I'm looking for the word here. It's one of the more unusual podcasts that I can recall in recent. Yeah. Get away. Just in the, uh, the content kind of twilight zone, you know, I I think part of it is I got all worked up at GM and, you know, it was just a little, (laughs) little animated, a little bizarre. Well, we got to keep it real. A little man, unusual, you know. You know? Yeah. Not not yeah. so unusual that I wouldn't do it again, but you know, just yeah. a little. I I kind of you know I you know it's our it's our it's our job to be informative, and, and that's what we're trying to do. Is it's this is un, this is the unpleasantries well, that we deal th- with. We're kind of living but. in strange and unusual times. I mean, it only fits that we have a little bit of a strange and unusual podcast, I guess. Right. Right. And what we'd like to do before we go and and uh, and hang this up for the day. Um, Anybody out there that has any information that would be useful to us to relay to our audience and back to you, if you're going to listen and subscribe, leave us a comment on our website uh, about the show. If you plan on attending, let us know. The virtual show, would you attend the virtual show? Let us know. Get your thoughts on it. I'll, I'll, yeah, we'll be involved if it goes virtual. I have if no it goes virtual, that. we will definitely be involved for sure, somehow, way or another. So, uh, you know, I've been reading a lot of Mark Twain lately. And you, and, and you know, I can't, I can't say this enough. Like the more I feel like, you know, the world has gone to hell in a handbasket lately. Mm. The more I read some of the things that he wrote and think, yeah, it's not the first time. It just really isn't. You know, uh, mm. we tend to think that this is a unique. Yeah, yeah, this pandemic is unique, but. In terms of crisis and global issues and catastrophes, it's yeah. not. We, mm-hmm. We've had lots of other troubling times. And so um, he had a way of always uh, very pointedly getting things out there and, you know, they're all often cleverly worded, usually some comedy involved. And uh, I just thought, you know, in the spirit of keeping with the bizarre, uh, Mark Twain said, clothes make the man. Naked people have little or no influence on society. <laughs> so, uh, wow. So, yeah. So that's wow. it. All right, everybody. Okay. Thank you so much for watching and subscribing. Until next time, that's Jay over there. I'm Keith. Keith. And uh, Keith's right there. we'll see you as soon as my blood pressure gets back down to normal levels. <laughs> Take care, everybody. Take care. <laughs>